Here is the news. The great blizzard that swept over southern England during the night, hundreds of roads are still blocked, but in the greater London area, train services have started to improve. There is a warning of more snow in the next 24 hours over most of Britain, and in eastern districts, falls may be heavy. In the extreme southwest, a thaw has started, and it will spread gradually northwards and eastwards. Oh, my fingers are cold. It's been a fantastic day here in the Seattle West. It's noted with highest bed of windows, scores of road blocks, and villages uh, here we are, folks, back in the freezing, freezing, freezing days of winter here at the FPP. I'm enjoying. That's the sound of me warming my hands. I'm enjoying a Lou Pims raspberry. What does that mean, Lou? L U Lou. Uh, berries. They used to be berries. Pims. P I M apostrophe S. Raspberry artificially flavored cookie. <laughs> and a hot cup of coffee. A damn fine cup of coffee. 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 Steaming cup of Joe. Uh, welcome to our show, the Film Photography Podcast. My name is Michael Rosso. I'm here with John Fideli. Hey, baby. Today's action-packed show. Action-packed, Pee-wee. Action-packed because today we're talking about some brand new films. Not every day we talk about brand new films. Mm-mm. Two 35-millimeter films. Yes. And one 16-millimeter film. Oh. And one upcoming Cine 8 8-millimeter film. Very exciting. And we also have some listener letters. Letters. And we also have a segment... That we forgot last time. Oh, what uh, was that? Segment of Mark O'Brien talking about boutique films. Boutique. 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 Boutique films, yes. As you like to say. Well, I say it so much, it amuses me so much that I feel bad sometimes because I'm doing it for my own amusement. Yeah. You but, can make yourself happy sometimes. But if you spell it out on a piece of paper, it says boutique. It's like uh, Trackman used to say, Metallica. Is that what he said? Metallica. Hey! And that's that. That'll wrap it up for this show. What show? Next month. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be. Prepared. You didn't even start this show. You're talking about next month. <laughs> next month we're going to be. Uh, maybe we'll roll in one day early for our Valentine's Day special show. Oh boy! Yeah. What's that going to entail? Uh, you're, you're Mark Dalzell. Mark Dalzell. <laughs> and uh, don't, don't you usually uh, promote love? The, yes. Uh, film stock. For Valentine's? Yes, we should talk about it on this show so people can order it oh, and have it in their hands. That's right. Film right. love. That's right. That's right. And for, for this month, we have our uh, FPP Let It Snow. <laughs> that uh, that uh, snowman's on there, right? Yeah. He looks, cute. he looks a little off. You think so? He looks like how, how I feel right now. Oh. What is, what is it? Mushad. Feel <laughs> Mushad right now. Uh, we'll be back and we'll get right into it. Brought to you by the Eastman Kodak Company. Now, Tom Gerald. Good evening. White House Chief of Staff James Baker predicted today the nation's economy will be vibrant and healthy by next summer if President Reagan's budget cuts are enacted. Now this. Smile. 
Now everybody in your family can own a Kodak Colorburst 50 instant camera. Because now it costs less than ever before. <laughs> hey, we're back. Some, some super new exciting films. Yes. The first film I'd like to talk about is uh, FPP. Blue Ultra. Blue Ultra. What? What? Yes. You say? FPP Blue Ultra film. This is... Yeah, you did a post on instagram about it. Yes, I did. I did. It's a 35-millimeter film, 24 exposures. Mm-hmm. Hold on to your seats, folks. Yeah. ISO 3. <laughs> what? It's really Johnson. Ridiculous. It's for manual cameras. It's not for... You can't pop it in like your little plastic... Point and shoot. No, they won't read. There's no DX coding. What's special about Blue Ultra? Well, we shot a few test rolls. Uh, Wait, where'd you get it? Why are people? Why does this film exist? I'm going to answer all your okay. questions. So well, I'd like to start at the beginning. That's all. Okay, very good. Blue Ultra 35 is an extraordinary color film that produces a soft blue violet U images oh. with reds that pop. Oh. Lending your photos to a one-of-a-kind, out-of-this-world look. Mm. So with an ISO of 3, it's recommended for daylight and brightly, brightly lit studio situations. Sure. So if you have a studio with, you know, those... those uh, 1,000 oh, watts. I'm thinking, Matt, help me out here. <laughs> that's not here. You know, what the, we'd call... Like, yeah. you know, the... Yeah, the, the strobe lights. Stro- oh, that's it, the strobe. If you have the big strobe system, you know, it's like you have your three... I don't know if it will work or not. It might. <gasps> so it's not recommended for point-and-shoot cameras, as we said, no. due, due to the ultra-low ISO. But the look of the film, for me, mm-hmm. I think it looks like Lomo Purple quite yes, a bit. Yeah, absolutely. right? I was going to say. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it depends. There's some pictures that, that uh, you showed on Instagram where it looked almost just like a saturated film. And then somewhere the colors were more pronounced. I guess it depends on how much light is in the Yes. Photo. It yes. depends. <laughs> yes, depends how bright it is out, and if the sun is like you know, like blazing sun on your subject, it makes a huge difference. Like if you're if you're shooting a tree, like green and blue, what's that going to make? What does green and blue make? Help me out. Well, things that you're shooting that are red, yeah, pop much better. So Mark O'Brien shot an image of uh, an already red flower, and it really popped out the reds, mm-hmm. and there was like a. Um, flag in the background so the reds on the flag popped out oh uh everything else has a very much a a, a violet soft violet so uh this film it's it's a very it's a special film because it's it's a lab film that its intention the intent what is the intention of the film yeah why it's for making contact prints in motion picture post-production so it's a it's it's literally a print film that in the lab they would sandwich your film negative. Mm-hmm. Quentin Tarantino's... Uh, What's your point of time in Hollywood? Yes, I was going to say, that's Hollywood. That's yeah. Hollywood. It's on a machine. It takes his film negative yeah. and sandwiches together with this film. Yeah. And it, each frame gets flashed. So when developed, when developed, contact printed with a negative produces a print. Huh. A projectable print. No kidding. That's true. But when you put it in your camera and use it for pictorial, you get a negative. I see. And because you're shooting in daylight, it's giving it's giving you the wonky colors. Okay. So it's standard C41. You don't have to worry about anything. Nope. Ramjet or any kind of dyes or anything weird that's going to uh, allow you to fully enjoy 
and just bring the film to the dark room or your lab. What do the flesh tones look like? Bluish? Kind of, yeah. Or, or, or uh, kind of purpley? Uh, yeah. Mark O'Brien and Trev Lee, mm-hmm. Trev, of course, from the darkroom.com, dark room. they both shot with filters. So if you filter it yellow, oh. like filter over your lens, or filter it orange, it will give you different hues. You may say, oh my God, well, how, I, you know, my meter doesn't go to three. What do I do? Well, you could set your meter to, let's say you have a Canon AE1. You set your meter to 25 ISO. Mm-hmm. And then from there, whatever setting you get, open up three more stops. Oh, that's it? That's it. It's three stops from three to 25. Uh, or 25. three film speeds, rather. So if, you, if you're using ISO 25, because let's say that's the lowest your camera goes to. Yeah. You would use that, get your reading, and then open up three stops. So let's say your camera, like your Canon EOS, goes to ISO 6, which it does. Then you, you need to only up, open up one stop. Rule of thumb, if, you do, if you're like, oh, I don't want to worry about that. I'm out in blazing sun. What do I do? Get a meter. Set, yes, you, you could get a light meter app or a handheld light meter. Or you could just wing it and you could set your shutter speed to 1 30th of a second mm-hmm. or 1 15th of a second. Ooh. And open up your lens all the way to f1.8. You're ready to go. You need a tripod for that, though. A steady hand. Yeah. Which most of us don't. Uh, or if you use, uh, let's say, you know, yeah. on a mailbox or yeah. like, you know, something, a piece of concrete. <laughs> could do that. All right. Uh, you could also use a tripod. Uh, also, uh, a, a great, if you want to shoot handheld, it's very um, helpful if you shoot with a wide-angle lens, because the wider your lens, the less focus comes into play. Yes. So if you have a, let's say, uh, 28-millimeter or better yet, 24-millimeter lens, that can open up to 1.8 or 2, F2, then then you're ready to go. That sounds fun. It is fun. So this is a fun film. It sells for ten ninety nine a roll, and if for you twenty four twenty four exposures. But uh-huh. if you subscribe to our newsletter, which I'm hoping that most people here listening are subscribed to the newsletter, we're throwing out so many secret codes this year. Are you doing it for the blue film? Yeah. Like, how, what are we talking? Four dollars off. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's really good. That's Holy an shish. introductory code. How many? How many? How many? How many? How many? How many rolls can you get? As many as you want. Oh. Our good friend Tim Anderson ordered 25 rolls. Holy Tim. Time to wake this show up. Where's, where's he live? Don't, don't get mad at me, Tim. I'm going to guess. Texas. Really? Well, is someplace sunny, I was going to say. Someplace hopefully yeah. sunny. Texas is perfect. I can't remember everybody's form. locale. He's somewhere around there in the Texas. Yes. So that, that's it. FPP, Blue Ultra. It's a new film. Kind of has a duo tone look to it. Mm. Folks are very excited about this film, and the reaction so far has been very positive. So I'm really, really thrilled. Super positive. Is there any... Lomo doesn't even do like a 120 purple, do they? Yes, they do. They do it 120 in purple. The fine folks at Lomography, they have uh, Lomochrome Purple. Really? Lomochrome Metropolis. Lomochrome... Metropolis, yes. I like I, the Metropolis. I've got it. I haven't shot it yet. It's still in my fridge. And they had the Lomochrome Turquoise. Oh. And they release... Listen to this, John. 110... 35 millimeter and 120. Wow. Nice. Yeah, they know how to do it right. They do. The good people at Lomography. Well, what other kind of film news is there, Maiko? Next up, a brand new black and white film. I have, uh, I have, a, I have my 
As my Aunt Linda would say, I have my little laptop in front of me. This stuff? Yeah. The EZ400? It's called New Classic EZ400 Black and White. And this is a new company. As far as I know, yes. I received an email from a gentleman. He goes by the handle Ribsy. Ribsy. On on YouTube. Oi, Ribsy. Give Uh, us some film, won't you, Ribsy? Ribsy, are you... How did you know he's... I think he's from the UK. I don't oh, know is he any, really? I don't know any locations today. I don't know. Ribsy kind of has like a English. You think so? Tilt to it. Ribsy on. I'm on the YouTube. Oh, there he is. Oi, Ribsy. <laughs> I don't know if he speaks like that. Nah. <laughs> well, if we're in South Parkland, they all do. Uh, let's see. Ribsy. Even Phil Collins. Look, I used to be in a band too. Genesis. But all those bastards did was hold me back and hold me back. But then finally I went solo, and that's when I started writing really great songs. Oh, uh, John went to see Phil Collins. I did. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. The Genesis. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. In this episode of Feasting on Film, we've got a whole bunch of 4x5 action. There's no British accent there. it is not British. It's a lie. (laughs) (laughs) No one said he was from the UK. You did. Oh. So I received an email. Hey, new film. I said, great. So we have a limited amount mm-hmm. here in the FPP online store. It's all sold out on their website. Really? So okay. you're going to be, you and a few people in the Where, US but are going to be the, the only people. But isn't the website in the UK? Uh, no. Excuse me. I mean, I only peruse through it. So Ribsby. Ribsby. Ribsy. Forgive me if I got it wrong, but there doesn't seem to be too much information available on it. The one thing that I found that kind of describes the film is in the blog section. If you go to newclassicfilm.com, Slash post. If you go up there to the menu and go to the blog section, there's one um, very interesting blog that has a bunch of photos. And you can see how contrasty and slightly grainy, I guess it is. But there's one paragraph that states, These images all showcase the strongest qualities of the EZ400 film stock. They are contrasty, moody, and grainy, all of which lend additional character to dynamic street scenes, especially in very urban areas. Concrete, brick, asphalt all become three-dimensional to the point where you can almost feel the texture through the screen. So looking at the photos, it kind of reminds me of the Orwo Orwo film. Very contrasty. You know, uh, a decent amount of green, but not so much that it overblows the uh, the It has a nice look, right? It's got a great look. Uh, Silhouettes look amazing, uh, but it is super contrasty. So if that's... Yeah, look at this. Okay. It has a nice... It has nice blacks. Shit. (laughs) Yeah, the blacks are black. The blacks are super solid. Yep. I mean, super solid. Yep. So it looks like it has a pretty good uh, range. Yep. Of uh, grays. Look there, at the. So. Are you on the on the on the website? I'm on the blog from the website. Click home and look at the image. Look at the the first image that you image get. on the homepage. Yeah, yeah. The guy dragging the whatever that is. Oh no, the girl sitting by the yeah, fountain. Yeah, look at the grain. Isn't it nice? It's dreamy. And then next, uh, to- it looks like uh, I'd give it a shot. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that they're uh, touting on their website is that the canisters that the film come in, the film canisters themselves are metal. The uh, outside containers are made of cardboard. So the, you can just throw it you out throw your it window. Right, no. <laughs> throw it in a recycling bin. Oh. <laughs> well, if that hits the concrete, it'll just, like when it well, rains, it'll just melt. Yeah, but then who wants to see that on the sidewalk? So throw it in your recycling bin. Okay, beautiful. Or keep it. You can put change in there. Yeah. Change. Who has change anymore? I don't know. There's a change shortage. Well, you go to the, oh, my God. There is a change shortage. You go shortage. to the bank, and it's just they say don't expect change back. 
because we don't have any. There's a chain shortage. I throw a couple of rolls in my camera. New classic Easy 400 today. And you're going to start selling it when? Right now. Oh, how much? That's the thing, folks. You need to get on to the newsletter. There's going to be a secret code. Thanks. And, uh, you know, I look forward to feedback from you folks once you mm. shoot it. And all the development times, everything you need to know will be right on the product page, filmphotographystore.com. They have it right, <clears throat> excuse me, they have it right on their uh, web page as well. Yes. Very thorough developing oh, yeah. specs and instructions. When we come back, Mark O'Brien's going to be talking about... Photocue! Do you go for fast action? Perhaps you prefer a good costume drama. Or maybe you have a yen for young romance. You can make them all at home easily. And right now they're easier than ever to afford. Because now there's a new Browning movie camera by Kodak that costs only $29.95. Only $29.95 to make movies as easily as snapshots. There's one simple setting to make. Even if you've never snapped a picture before, you'll make exciting movies indoors or out with the new Browning movie camera. You'll save the action and color of happy times like this, and you'll save money, too, with Kodak Home Movies. You get up to 50 scenes on one roll of film, so they cost less than 10 cents a scene in gorgeous color. You use this inexpensive 8mm film, the standard amateur film. Tomorrow, find out how easy and inexpensive Kodak Home Movies are. See the new Browning movie camera, only $29.95. And you can ask your dealer about easy terms. It's precision built by Kodak, so you know it's good. Hey, we're back. Hey, we're back. Uh, joining us for this segment is Mr. Mark O'Brien. Hey there. Hey, Mark. Hey, man. In this segment, we're going to be talking about new Bodecue films. Yes. <laughs> Do you know about the Bodecue? Uh I don't even know what you're talking about. Bodecue. Well, it's boutique. It's okay. a track. That's a track manism. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. He would like call boutiques. So. And he would also say Metallica instead of Metallica. <laughs> no, you said that. <laughs> no, that's a track man. Really? Yeah. So brand new boutique films. Mm -hmm. uh, before we get started, uh, this is Mark's segment. Uh, I have a gift for both of you. For me too? Yes. Oh, really? Yay. I have uh, for each of you a roll of the new Kono. Get out! Kono uh, Delight Art 100 Color Tinted Film. Awesome. I, I don't know what that means, color tinted, because it is color film. Right. I got a roll for Mark. Wow. I just watched oh, a very extensive video that um, the Dark Room did on this on this film. Oh, okay. They did a review of it. Okay. Um, and it got me very interested in it. It's like more subdued colors. Well, he shot it on a he shot it on a very sunny day. And he shot it on a very overcast, cloudy day. And I kind of like, I kind of like the way the pictures came out on the over, overcast day. I gotta yes. say, because wow. the colors are muted and beautiful. And if you're on Instagram, go to the dark room and go to their page and check out the uh, review of this film. Now, Kono Film. I don't have the facts in front of me, but Kono Film is a either European. I believe it's a European company. It's not Hawaiian. No, not that I'm aware of. Oh, jeez. That'd be Kona. No, that would be Caputo. <laughs> Kona, oh, Kona and Kono. Oh, Kono is, uh, sounds like Japanese. Hi. I don't know. You guys have the, the laptops and computers over there. Yeah, I do. Co look up Kono film. Let's see what comes up. 
But they're definitely a Bodecue company. Yeah. Yeah. I never heard of these guys. They're brand new. Oh, it says Germany. Oh, okay. That's... Kono that... Manufacturer, Borheim, Germany. Yeah, it is. It's in German, Kono Manufacturer. <laughs> they, well, they've been around a few years. Have they really? Yeah. Making Kono films. Just now, not available you have here to understand. I'm, the, I'm glad we're having this segment because you guys could talk about it because I'm so busy here at the FVP. Bringing work, in your own film. Working on our own Bodecue film. Right. Wow, they got a lot of film. They do. Holy shish. And I, well, I'm looking I at the ones for that they have here. The, the Moonstruck, and they've got examples of the images you get with them. So I, oh, really? That's what I want to yeah, see. That's, okay. You know, I think this is pretty cool stuff. So I've got some one that looks like it's got a light leak in it? Yeah, it, here and there. Um, others have that <laughs> muted look. That looks nice. Which one is that? Original Candy. Really? Kono, Original Candy. So remember when... Um, this is like, everything's got a green tint to it. Monsoon, and that makes monsoon, sense. Yeah. Well, the the Kono um, films here in the U.S. you could pick up at Freestyle. Freestyle. freestyle, 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 freestyle. That's right. They're in uh, sunny California. Mm-hmm. And I hope you guys enjoy those two films. I, I will. I, I look Kono delight. I'm, yeah. I'm I look forward thrilled. to seeing your you know Instagram posts. Super thrilled. So. Yeah, and I just set up my uh, account at the uh, the dark room, so I'm ready to go. Nice. So, Mark, take it away. Boutique Films, tell us uh, tell us your 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 experiences and travels with them. Take well, it away. <laughs> wanna hear you play? The thing with <clears throat> Boutique Films is that before when there thanks, was, Mark. Before uh, when there was just. <laughs> The the big the big houses we got Kodak we had um, Agfa we mm-hmm. had Fuji for color films Hi. and then we had Ilford and, and and Kodak and Fuji and a few other Agfa and so on for black and white there are just a set number of emulsions out there and a very few num very few companies actually manufacturing film and so a boutique film could be a, a film that someone's just Slapped their label on an existing emulsion and called it something cool. I mean, back when uh, Lomos first started it, really, with, with some of their films that they relabeled and they were made by Kodak or Agfa or whatever. Really? And so they they got a name for them. And, but the thing is, is that these films, no matter who's selling them under a different name, they come from a, a very small set of manufacturers. Hold that thought for one second. You're absolutely right. When I was growing up, you walked into the store, Kodak. Kodak, exactly. Maybe Fuji. Maybe. Inching into the 80s. That was it. And if you were lucky enough to be in the city, and you can go to a big B&H type, maybe you'd see more. But in in little pockets in the Midwest, in little towns. That was it. My choice was, you know, VR100, VR200. Ooh, VR1000 color. Oh, right. Tri-X plus X. That's it. Yeah. So in many respects, there's more now than there ever was. Exactly. Absolutely. Thank you. Please continue. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, if you look at all the different names that films are given, or the, these boutique names for different versions of the same film, mm. it sounds like we have a ton more. And in fact, we, we do have more black and white emulsions available to us now than I can yeah. recall ever having. Because as you said, it was Plus X, Verichrome Pan, Tri-X. Right. And what else do you need? Right? Panatomic X. Oh, Panatomic Oh, that's my favorite X. film that you no longer make. That's like the superhero. Yeah, yeah, it is. Even with someone like Ilford, they have Kentmere films, which are... So if you get Kentmere and it's, 
and it sold as ultra fine 400, just Kentmere 400. Right. But that's a way, I think, of exposing people to films they may not ever have tried mm. because let's say you're an Eastern European film manufacturer. Hello, I'm Eastern European film manufacturer. And you have a couple of films and you give them these... I only have a couple of films. With, <laughs> with these crazy <laughs> numeric names. And so Billy takes a few few big rolls of this stuff and, Hello, Billy. and calls it Space Travel 100. I, I think the boutique films are a fun thing for people to, to go out and try. And then they can say, oh, I really like this. And the other part of it, it keeps smaller enterprises afloat. And a lot of these boutique manufacturers are not very large. It's probably a one or two person outfit. Mm-hmm. It's like the mom and pop of, of film companies, right? Yeah, keeping competition alive. It's easy for someone to say, ah, oh, it's all the same stuff. But you know what? Maybe uh, you like the Lomochrome Purple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And we don't even know what Lomochrome Purple is. These are, are fun films to try, and maybe you'll find something that you say, oh, yeah, I'm glad I tried this because. Now it's given me something I didn't know I could do before. Mm-hmm. Hats off to Lomography, who've been, you know, since the early 1990s. They're, uh, the, they're the guys who started this whole Bodacute thing. Yeah. <laughs> right? They did. They are. And not to... So muzzle. And I can't forget the present company, because FPP has a lot of Bodacute films, too. Yes, we do. But it, it really is a topic, and I think it's a topic worth exploring in the future, which is folks like us at the FPP mm. and other small companies who are mining existing catalogs of lab-type films right. and then testing them and then introducing mm. them as. Last question for Mark for this segment. These new Bodecue films, are you shooting and cataloging them? How are you? Will they be an issue of monochromania? Like, what, what are you going to do with all these? The, the slower films I'm keeping track of for a future issue of monochromania, the lab films as you want to, are the cine films that are being used for something that they were never intended for. Um, I'm going to probably include all the ones that I've tried and I've, other ones out there that aren't even boutique films. They're just actually sold as low ISO films, and that's a whole avenue of exploration. Mm. But then there's also there's are, there are some uh, color films that are the low ISO. I know you guys got the, the blue one. Yes. Also hats off to uh, the Film Washi Company. Oh, yeah, yeah. The world's smallest film manufacturer. Yeah, those this are is, fun films. I've, I've tried a film? few. It's interesting. I gotta, I gotta yeah. check that it's out. It's an art project. Check yeah. it out. We'll be right back. Now, the four Denevi camera stores in Berkeley, San Lorenzo, Cupertino, and San Jose explode the price barrier on the camera system you've been wanting. How would you like to take pictures like these? You know, it's easy with the helpful personal service and the low, low prices on the camera of your choice from the huge selection at Denevi Camera. Here's something you'll find only at the Nevi camera. See this Vivitar camera with the built-in flash? I took all these pictures with it. And by buying it, the Nevi, I saved $10 on the camera. Plus, I had great service, saved money, and if I didn't like the camera, I could bring it back within 30 days. But I love it. My friends call it the Fleming Flasher. Vivitar calls it the 600. Frank Denevi calls it a great camera buy. I guarantee you'll like your pictures with this camera. Hey, we're back. Let's, uh, uh let me quickly talk about something else. <laughs> hey, we're back. 
Uh, let me quickly uh, talk. I'm probably going to do an episode just about movie film very soon. I haven't talked about movie film in a long time because I know most of the folks listening shoot are shooting stills. Yeah. But we have a brand new. I'm very excited about this. It's a brand new. Well, when I tell you the ISO, I don't know how excited people are going to be. Maybe FPP 16 millimeter black and white three. <laughs> <laughs> Three ISO films. This is uh, the, the big day of three ISO. It is. But think about it, John. If you're outside with your 16-millimeter camera, yes. this is a, and you're shooting 16 frames per second, and you're at ISO 3, yes. you've got plenty of room on your f-stop dial. I guess so, yeah. You know, I mean, we're, we're always struggling outside with ISO, you know, 100 film. It's, it's too fast. I can't shoot it on the beach. No, it's too fast. You struggle. You're like, what am I going to do? If you were on the blazing beach with ISO 3... It'd be perfect. Great. Just so you folks know, back in the day, when I'm saying back in the day, I mean like, you know, 1950, mm-hmm. the ISO of your film was like 10. Yeah. As a matter of fact, some packages back then, they didn't even tell the customer what the ISO was. They just called it black and white huh. or color. That's it. That's all it was. Black and white or color. And both were reversal positive because there was no yeah. no laptop but no, the, the color wasn't 40 iso was it color was 25 what the hell yeah wow so this is a brand new film it's currently available at the fpp online store as a bundle and what's great about it i will tell you what's great what do you about mean it. bundle what kind of bundle are we talking about bundle schmundle yeah <laughs> bundle schmundle <clears throat> give me the goods film develop scan it's oh, a package great okay i got you so the whole package for... 16, you said bundle. The whole package. Package. For, the whole package. Package. 16 millimeter is seventy nine ninety nine. Only seventy nine ninety nine. You get the film. 50 foot of uh, film. 100 foot. 100 feet. <laughs> film, developing, scanning, black and white, three. Wow. Just It just was introduced. It's... Single perforated. That's pretty good. It will not work in your double perforated old timey uh, Keystone. You Don't will, try it. You will need a you know a a, a camera that uh, takes a single single perforated film. Mm-hmm. And that's it. We'll talk about this more in the future. I'm currently crafting a video. We'll be up very soon demonstrating it. Also, very soon. Uh, I'm working on this. It's a special project for eight millimeter shooters. This is yeah. regular eight. Something called FPP. Sepia Limited. Oh boy, sounds special. Does imagine that you get a nice sepia toned image. It's like a brownish tinted yes. black and white film. We come back. We're going to be read a quick few letters. Then we're going to get the heck out of here. News and radio newsreel. Hey folks, Michael Rosso. Just a quick note about shooting home movies on film. The Film Photography Project has brought back the regular eight format. And now offers film, developing, and scanning right in our online store, filmphotographystore.com. As a matter of fact, we support filmmaking across the board with not only regular 8 film, but a full line of Super 8 film and 16mm film, including some brand new exclusive film stocks. Check it all out filmphotographystore.com find your parents grandparents home movie camera and start shooting or head over to a thrift store car boot sale or ebay.com pick up a camera and start shooting some movies on film home movies on film at the film photography project
Hey, we're back. Letters. We got letters. All right. Some folks. The first one's from Shannon Shea. Okay. And Shannon writes, just finished listening to your podcast, and I want to thank you and your associates for encouraging my interest in returning to film. A year ago, I was going through photos and realized there was a huge gap in my visual history as I turned to digital and put my Pentax K1000 into storage. Ooh, coveted camera. I began to realize that Google owned my pictures and I had no negatives or prints. (laughs) The Google. I found an independent lab in Florida to process my film and started shooting again. Then I found my old Sears Super 8mm camera in working-ish order. When I did that, I decided it was time to start shooting film again. Then, as luck would have it, a friend whom I had given my 16mm Bolex to asked if I wanted it back. Whoa. Of course I said yes. It should be here in the next few days. That's exciting. I don't know what all of this means. <clears throat> I just have uh, a go- <laughs> I know what it means. <laughs> what is it? Getting your Bolex back? That yeah. means FPP 16mm <laughs> black and white 3. Yes. Get the, get the package or the bundle, whatever you prefer. Yes. I have this gut feeling this is the start of something good for humanity. Though film photography may never replace the convenience of a smartphone, memories and images preserved on film elevate the importance of that captured moment to the photographer. It's a personal thing, a visceral connection to the subject. I think so. Signed, Shannon Shea. Welcome back, Shannon. Yes. I appreciate folks taking the time to write to us. Yeah. Yeah. That was a very nice, heartfelt letter. This one is from uh, Andrew Thomas Thrash. Andy Thrash! I just dropped off a roll of MZ3 Z, Z, Z. Uh, to Sammy's camera in LA for, uh, for development and scan. The guys there seemed a bit perplexed or uncertain if any of their in-house chemistry would work. I just asked them to check out your site. Larry's video. You know who Larry is, right? I don't know who Larry is. Oh, Larry. <clears throat> Larry did a video about MZ3. Okay. And then Leslie... Our, our lovely Leslie Lazenby, Leslie's example photos of your film of the week video. Anyway, the, the Sammy staff guy said he'd try a snip test and get back to me and let me know before he continued the whole role. But I guess what I was wondering is if you had any pointers I could let the guy at Sammy's know. They seem to be more geared toward typical mainstream emulsions there, and I think their in-house resources for processing are somewhat limited. What would you tell them? Well, see, by the time we release a film, all our research is already done. Yeah. So on a special film like this, we don't have we don't test every single developer, but the the important thing is to go to the FPP online store, go to that page, and then scroll down to the bottom. For example, under Leslie's picture, it will tell you that she used HC one ten and oh, oh, yeah, oh. and the information regarding it. Okay. The MZ3, it's a low ISO black and white film that produces a nice, soft, creamy image. He's correct. But it's not that not that difficult of a film. So okay. I'm hoping that Shammy can figure it out. Well, I hope so. So you, your, your advice is to tell them to go, is to tell um, Andrew Thrash yes. to go to the website and check <clears throat> out the photos that were posted. That is what I told at, at Andrew process. Thrash. Yes. 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 It's from our good friend Darren Riley. Oh! Pancho Ballard. Darren Ballard Riley. He is the author and performer of such classics as this one. There's a gent lives on our street. He got no pockets. And this one. Yes. Jennifer's the girl you used to see around the place, but now she's gone. And let's not forget about this. Fish and chips. I lick the grease from off your fingertips. That's a good one. 
Yep. And let's not forget about the great traumatic time in 2019 when people were being killed over chicken sandwiches. This one. Cheap burgers, cheap burgers, cheap burgers, cheap burgers. The, the multi-talented uh, Darren Poncho Riley. Pancho. Poncho. Pancho. Ballard. <laughs> Pancho Ballard Riley. Yes. Darren Pancho Ballard Riley. Well, I call him Darren Ballard, B-A-L-L-A-R-D, yes. Riley, because if you Google search that, you come up to his Bandcamp page. Oh, is that right? It's where all his music oh, is. But right. Please continue. Go there. He says, guys, the latest podcast was excellent. Great to hear Mark back on it. Hey, how's it going? Pancho. How do you say it? Pancho. Pancho. It's not Poncho, is Poncho. it? Poncho. Is it Poncho? How's it spelled? Poncho Villa. P-A-N-C-H-O. Pancho. <laughs> <laughs> Say that five times to see what comes out. N- neither one of those words sound Pancho. correct. Pancho. P- Pancho. But Pancho is something you throw over your, you know. Yes, you it wear. is. Anyways, love the BBC clips too. Totally unexpected uh, and very amusing. That is the 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 sound montage I put together for our yeah. New Year's show, John. Yes, I have yet to hear it. There's a little tease in the beginning, but the majority of it is at the end of the show. Oh. Well, it seemed to resonate with our UK listeners, because they said TV used to shut down for the night up until the mid-80s over here. Late night, James Whale, horror on BBC Two, and then that was it. No more telly till the morning. I sometimes sometimes still miss it. Keep up the great work, as always. Well, I guess we should say the only reason Mark isn't here now is because we just could not coordinate our schedules. Correct. Yeah, Mark. Mark, crazy week. I hope Mark will be back for our Valentine's Day special show. Absolutely. And I will will say this about the great UK. I don't know. Every time I've been to the UK, and it's only been twice, we're so fascinated by the royal family here. The Queen and the Crown and all these, like, shows regarding the UK royalty. Yeah. People over in the UK don't seem as fascinated. Well, you know, how many times have you ridden the circle line? Never. Of course. Would I go? I, Just saying, people are like, oh, we go to New York to ride the circle line. But you and I would never think to ride the circle nope, line. Nope, never. It's like 40 minutes of death. <laughs> <laughs> but people love it. So, you know, whatever's, uh, you know, the grass is always greener on the other side, Mike. Yes, true that. Uh, also, I will say before we go on to our next letter that... Uh, we had the lovely experience of uh, seeing um, Ooh, Michael M- Mike Nesmith live. Yes. Oh, with Darren. With Darren and yeah. Becky and you. And Elvis Costello. That was the Brian Wilson show. No, that was Michael Nesmith. Are you sure? I'm totally sure. Darren, back me up on this. Darren shook his hand. Darren was just like, oi. Okay, so we were at, uh, let's, let's say this is true. We it is at, true. We were at the Mike Nesmith Did show. Did we see a, a, a Brian Wilson show with Darren? I don't think so. No, then it was Michael Nesmith. And I looked over to the left, and Elvis Costello was in the audience watching Mike Nesmith. Yes. Like a regular guy. That's a regular guy. Yep. Like a regular Costello. Not an Elvis Costello. And uh, I just remember that in between songs, Mike Nesmith, he'd be like all stoic. He'd be like, she... Was a South Texan hairdresser. Yeah, he had a He, script. like he had a whole shtick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About all of his songs. And Darren had hipped us to this fact, because I think he saw him in the UK. Yes, he did. Okay. He's going to do the same show. He kind of has little skits in between them. Did he do the same show? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but we had good seats. We had great seats. It was a good show. Yeah, it was a great show. It was show. a great show. And now he's passed. Now he's gone. Well, I'm glad I got to see him. I'm glad you, you know... Got me to go see him. I don't know if I could say the same about Genesis, though. 
Excuse me! Nice to meet you, I'm Phil Collins! I used to be in a band too! Genesis! But all those bastards did was hold me back and hold me back! But then finally I went solo! And that's when I started writing really great songs! But look, if you're happy being on the sidelines, you know, being more of a cheerleader than a player! It was a oh, little disheartening. Oh, great segue! Yes. Uh, John Fideli went to see Genesis, of course. Twice! With headlining with the Phil Collins, who... He's chair-ridden. He's, he's chair-ridden. He's chair-ridden, and he's a little slurry and a little slow. So they have, they have to actually slow down the tempo of all yes. the Genesis songs? Turn It On Again was so slow. So dreadfully slow. And, but the good news is that his face finally grew into the Mama song. Oh. So when he does that, <laughs> he truly looked frightening. Do they underlight him? Oh, yeah. Same thing they did back in the... Whenever that was, 90s? 80s. 80s? <laughs> I'm an old school Genesis fan. I'm not a really big fan of their later stuff, although I can appreciate it. And I'm glad I did go to see them, but, you know, Phil's, Phil's falling apart, man. If you don't, it's a shame. If you don't want to see the slowed down version of their old songs, then go yeah. see Steve Hackett. No, go see Steve Hackett or go see The Musical Box which is a live recreation of their early Peter Gabriel era and the first couple of albums from the Phil Collins era. They're fantastic. Folks, John's a real trooper. Like, not not only did he see Genesis, but he saw them twice. Saw them twice. And then in between those shows, I saw the musical box, which is a Genesis cover band that I just spoke of. And were the audience... Was everyone like kind? People to the f- loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Lapped it up like dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yep, they gave a lot of love, and you know I don't think Phil Collins gave a lot of love back. Oh, you don't? No, nah, he didn't look grateful. He just looked like I'm doing what I do. It's a grueling tour, don't you think? Uh, it's so hard to sit for two hours. And uh, his young son is on the drums. Oh my God, he standing ovations both nights. He's good. For, for Nick Collins, yes. And you, John, is a drummer. So as yeah. a drummer, like if he was shoddy, you'd be the first guy to call him out. If he, oh, definitely. Okay. I mean, he was, he was like, you know, 60, 70% of what his dad could do. Okay. Which is pretty pretty good. So back in the day when his dad was in full force. Oh, he's one of the best drummers on the planet. Is that right? Absolutely. Definitely. If you go back and listen to Down and Out off of Three Sides Live, or you listen to Lamb Lies Down on Broadway, or you listen to the album Seconds Out, yes, and hear some of those long extended jams in Cinema Show and Fourth of Fifth, you'll blow your mind, baby. <laughs> well, thank you, John. Mind. Well, we got a letter from Angus. Oh. From Dana Angus. Angus McNaughton. He's, it sounds like he's kind of pissed. Angus McNaughton, he comments frequently yes. on our YouTube channel. Yes. By the way, film photography project on youtube uh please do visit give a, a subscribe a like all that shit smash the button <laughs> ring the bell uh so dana brigham is it did we ever get to the bottom of how to pronounce his name Bringham, bring him bring him bring him bring him over here bring him over there yeah all right so dana writes one roll per month oh, okay oh stop good point good letter so color film kodak color film is back in stock kodak oh. color film is rare in 2021, we're now 2022, it's all back in stock, but it's still hard to come by. So when we get a shipment in... You still only allow one roll. Portra, you're allowed five rolls per customer. and I think Per ex- transaction? Per month. Per month. Okay. But the, 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 the rare film, the gold 200, 
Never thought we'd say that, right? Rare Goal 200. What? Goal 200. Oh, my God. Max 400. Pro Image, also known as... Pro Limoges. And Color Plus 200 are all so hard to come by. That's so weird. That it's one roll per customer per month. The reason being is I want all you folks out there to have an opportunity to shoot it. And what customers are doing is they're buying one roll of each. So think about it. You know, you buy one Color Plus, one Pro <clears throat> Image, one 200, yeah, one Max. You know what I mean? That's not so bad. Yeah. So you get a bunch of film and you enjoy it. What was happening was that there were a vast amount of people like all of a sudden hoarding. Like people do. Uh, all of a sudden, all these people, these like wholesalers were buying like, they, they placed an order of like 100 rolls. So that one order would wipe out wow. that current week's batch. And then they would sell for double the amount of what they that bought. That really, folks, that really burns my butt. <laughs> burns my bottom. God. Hell yeah. Like to buy something and then just flip it, not even enjoy I, I'd like to think that all of our customers buy our film to personally enjoy. Well, if you had the time to vet every customer, I'm sure that's what you would do, but you don't. Don't. But, but now when you see a, an order come in for 100 which of course you can't right now, but... They don't get it. Get nothing. Gets canceled is what it gets. Oh, really? <laughs> get your ass canceled. All right. Good yeah. So we're just trying to, you know, Angus, we're just trying to, you know, have enough for everyone. Please continue. Let's pile into the horse-drawn buggy and head off to Rochester and give Kodak a helping hand. Like all the Amish pitching in to build a barn. We'll get some color film cranking out. It's like, let's get the community together, go up there and operate those machines. I get it, though. All retailers are going to have to do something similar to avoid the first few people who notice the new stock purchasing hundreds of rolls. Does it sound like Kodak can ramp up to meet the demand? Or are they still suffering with supply issues and labor issues? What well, do I, don't, I don't know if there are supply or... I don't know if there are labor issues. I really don't. Well, then why why is it so <clears throat> scarce? The demand increased so uh, the the uh, uh, they didn't have a lot of back stock. What happened when twenty twenty one was yeah Fuji disc discontinued some professional films. Hmm. So Fuji's uh, Pro four hundred film was discontinued. So people then so, went to Portra. Hmm. There was more film shooters looking for film, and that hmm. I guess caught kodak by surprise so they didn't have you know enough in stock so and now have you talked to anybody from kodak as to when they're going to be able to ramp up to meet the demand that's this year they 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 put everything under a microscope that is why there was a a price increase Mm -hmm. because they're looking to you know put another shift in or you know to 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 get it going but it's not there yet well so currently, it's January. Once I put my uh, start putting my orders in, I'll be able to see the flow. I see. Yes. Okay. Very Great. exciting. Well, that's all we have for letters, but I do have a couple of quick mentions for people that uh, donated their cameras. Chuck Custer oh. Sr. Okay. Via his son, Chuck Custer Jr. Thank you very much. Um, Frank Morelli, thank you so much for your uh, donation. Terry, uh, Terry, you sent in a bunch of lenses. Thank you so much. Don Biederman sent in a whole bunch of stuff. Jennifer Dees, uh, who may or may not be related to Rick Dees, right. sent in some nice camera work. And Lisa Donetti, who has the most amazing handwriting I've ever seen. So neat. Uh, sent in some Pentax equipment. And we thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, folks out there want to know, John, who is Rick Dees? And what is he known for? He was a, an obnoxious <laughs> L.A. DJ whose claim to fame was Disco Duck. I think Howard Stern kind of handed him his butt, didn't he? I think he tried to compete in the morning with oh, Howard Stern back in, the day? in the New York market. And Howard Stern wiped the floor with him. Yes. Rick Dees. I, I think so. 
We don't know. I believe so. Yes. I tell you what is true. That disco duck story is true. It's terrible. It was a hit. It was a big hit. That's an interesting topic to look up. What? DJs that had number one hits. Uh, Wolfman Jack. What was his name? His hit. Yeah, something with the Wolfman. I am the Wolfman. I'm the Wolfman. <laughs> Darren knows. I bet Darren has Wolfman Jack's record. Wolfman Jock. Wolfman Jock, as they called him in France. <laughs> I am going to... What? You're going to America? To meet the great Wolfman Jock. <laughs> All right, well, uh, folks out there, enjoy shooting. Uh, you can always contact us, podcast at filmphotographyproject.com. P.O. Box. Remember, John, remember those days? I'm, 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 I'm reminiscing. Remember those days we used to get packages of like stuff, like yeah. treats and cookies and yeah. stuff? Yeah. It was always very special. Very special. Because it would come at very opportune moments where morale was low. Yep. Or we were hungry. It was like 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, I'm hungry. Oh, we got this package. And then all of a sudden, whoa, oh, chocolate. Chocolate. Or cookies or something splendiferous like that. But Well, we're just one P.O. box away. That's right. P.O. Is this begging? This is begging. <laughs> it's totally begging. But whatever works. We were very bold about it in the past. Like, oh, you need to, you know, get your mom cooking. <laughs> Baking. <laughs> we used to get great cookies. Who was that one dude sending cookies from Georgia? That dude was called Brunges. Was it was it Joe Brunges? <laughs> was Joe. it really? He still calls you Joe. Joe Brunges. What it was Joseph? Joseph Brunges. He's I'm supposed to call him Joseph. It was not from Joe? the Dewey Bakery. Dewey, gooey. Wait, I'm, I'm not allowed to call him Joe. He prefers Joseph. I don't know. You have to ask him. Oh, okay. I'll ask him then next time I see him. Uh, but the, then my mother broke. My mom. Your mom. Bur- my mom burst the bubble. <laughs> What do you mean? It's like, those are, you can get the, I brought the Deweys over to my yeah. parents' house one Sunday. I'm like, oh, yeah. check this out. These are special. My yeah. mom's like, you can get those at ShopRite. No way. Yes. You can get them at ShopRite? Yes. Uh, well, still, they're very special. They are. They were very special. And very thoughtful. That's what counts. Yes. That someone would actually put sugar-coated uh, items in a box and send it to us. Yep. P.O. Box 264, Fairlawn, New Jersey, 07410. Do it. <laughs> do it do it do, do we. it do it do it do we'll it we'll see you next month do it although some 300 snow clouds have been in action in Kent today many roads are still blocked by snowdrift. the A2 is still blocked at Cobham and Stone and travel was further hampered when a double-decker bus overturned at Beacon Hill between Faversham and Settingbourne. The fire brigade was called in to help, and sub-officer George Finn of Faversham found that the only passengers aboard were his wife and two children, who were slightly injured. Other blocked roads include those between Hythe and Lid, Deal and Dover, and Ramsgate to Canterbury. The snowplows are still working, although one is stuck in a seven-foot drift on the Dover to Deal Road near the Duke of York's Royal Military School. Kent farmers have had a busy day, taking out food for their sheep, and in some cases rescue operations have taken place where sheep have become lost in the deep drifts on downland. The AA at Maidstone report that they dealt with more than 1,000 telephone calls for advice or physical help. Over 60 vehicles were abandoned on Death Hill at Farningham on the A20, and police and road workers have spent the day clearing these from the road. Within the last two hours, it has been possible for single-line traffic to operate on this stretch of the A20. Frost is forecast for tonight, and the motoring organisations are urging their members not to 
travel at all, even if roads are cleared by the Well, it's been possible to sketch in only a few details of this picture. The RAC say that the blizzard now seems to be spreading north to Yorkshire. They've had their troubles in Scotland, too, with the Perth, Brain, Mar, and many other main roads still blocked. Here in London, the underground trains get moving, though a few stretches of line above ground have been blocked. The buses have plodded on. In fact, early today, they were almost the sole road you were. be very cold, isn't it? The easterly winds reaching gale force in many areas and bringing generally cloudy weather. There will also be showers of snow and sleet, and in east and northeast England and eastern districts of Scotland, showers may be frequent enough to give moderate falls of snow in some areas with heavy drifting. Elsewhere, only scattered showers are expected, and in western districts of Scotland, northwest England, and northern Ireland, there will be a few bright intervals. The frost will be widespread tonight and at first tomorrow, and roads will be icy. But maximum temperatures will be just a little above freezing point, similar to today. The outlook for Wednesday, continuing cold, with frost morning and evening, and further snow in places. Old Yard is going out in a flurry of the most unpleasant sort of winter weather. Snow, sleet, freezing drizzle, and high winds. In Scotland, the Hogmanay weather is described as the worst for many years. First footers in Northumberland, the worst hit country, county in the north of England, are being advised to do their first footing on foot. Bike, you 
didn't give my warning Jenny Queen Jennifer's a girl you used to see around the place But now she's gone Yeah, she's gone To the great gig in the sky I'd love to see you when it's time to die I sold the bike, I must apologize 